and welcome to another edition of the CM Missions Cast. I'm your host, Clifton Gadboys. So in the last episode, I took a little bit of time to introduce you to Christ's Mandate for Missions, or CMM, so I won't go over all that again. However, in case you are listening to this podcast for the very first time and not familiar with who we are, you can go to cmm.world and read about all the things that we're doing to help fulfill the Great Commission and help prepare the Bride of Jesus Christ for His return. And also, if you didn't know, CMM has an accredited College of Theology, and if you want to learn more about that, you can go to cmmtheology.org. If you've listened to the first episode of the CM Missions Cast, you probably already know kind of what to expect, but again, for the benefit of those who may be listening to the podcast for the first time, I briefly want to share what it's all about. The CM Missions Cast is an effort to share the testimonies of CMM missionaries, especially those whose story you might not otherwise hear about. Often when we think of missionaries, we expect to hear things like numbers of souls won to Christ and things like water wells and other building projects, and those certainly have their place to be shared. But the focus of these interviews is not only to fulfill Paul's admonition in 1 Thessalonians 5.12 to recognize those who will labor among you, but it also really is one way we are following what Jesus said in Matthew 9.38, to pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workmen into the harvest. By focusing on the personal testimony of the CMM missionaries interviewed, it is our prayer that through their sharing, the Lord will speak to you about your own personal calling. In the last episode, I interviewed Carol, who is a CMM missionary in Thailand. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you an interview I recently did with Stefania, who is a CMM missionary in Switzerland. But just as their locations are very different, so too is the way God has called each of them. To get things started, I asked Stefania to share a little bit about herself. So I, I was born in, here in Lugano, Switzerland. So it's the um, Italian side of the Switzerland. And I grew up, I did the school, and I went to university, and I studied law. And I worked as a lawyer for a certain time uh, with my, my husband. I have two children, and now they are not so, so little. One is 21, and the other is 23. And um, I knew the Lord since I was little. I mean, was when I was 18 years old. This was the first experience I had with him. Very, very strong experience with, with the Lord because I could hear his audible voice calling me. And since then, I started my, my journey with him. So I went to the university. I studied law. Uh, law I got married. And uh, I stayed married for 28 years. And after this, I went to, through a divorce. It was not an easy time, but I saw the hand of the Lord on my life. And now I, I am full-time with him, with the Lord for him. So I am here, at, available for him. So I, I really love uh, to stay with him and to, to teach and to be just following the Holy Spirit. It reminds me a lot, you know, Catherine Kuhlman, when she was following the Holy Spirit to, to listen to him and then to, to speak about him. I love to listen to the Lord and try to follow him as, as I can. I then asked Stefania to share with me the story of how she came to know the Lord and how he called her into ministry, as well as the obstacles that she encountered. Oh, wow. This is a big question. <laughs> no, it's... I have to go back to when I was 18 years old, because I can really say that my first call was there when I met the Lord. 
when I gave my life to the Lord, I I didn't know about Jesus I, really at all. I was seeking God. I went to a meeting and the Lord spoke to my heart because I I heard the gospel uh, spoken and the, the, the message of salvation. At that moment, I was so, so down in my life that I said to the Lord, oh, Lord, I really want to know you. And at that moment, the Lord spoke to me with an audible voice and say, I am the Lord who heals you. And so at that moment, I was also filled with the Holy Spirit and my journey started there. And all of a sudden, because I was in fire for the Lord, I wanted to go in the mission at that moment. But I was 18 years old. And so my family, for them, it was, you know, it was shocking that I I decided to do to do to go in this direction. And so they tried to, to calm me down a bit. And they say, yes, well, we will see if this is your uh, call or not. They they were not so in agreement, but I was really on fire for the Lord at that moment. But God has another timing for me. So I followed what my parents say. And so I wasn't all of a sudden in the mission, but I studied at the university, I studied law, then I got married. I was um, in the law field for a while, for, I mean, maybe 15 years, something like that. During the time, I, I always, all the time, served the Lord also during my free time. So I had um, Bible teaching with the little children and then the um, the teenagers group and then the, <laughs> the people, the old people old one, I mean, the adult people. So the Lord was always working in my life. But the shift, the shift was after the divorce, because the divorce was my dark night of the soul, the time where it was difficult to confront the situation in the family and also to stay close to the Lord. It was really a a storm. But I think uh, many, many people go through these difficulties now because we know the family is under attack. And so I went through with the help of the Lord. I stay close to him and he really helped me to go through. And after this time, I started to listen more clearly to the Lord and he brought me in the direction to to call me full time. But it was not all of a sudden. You asked about the obstacle. I say I would say the first obstacle was that uh, my partner was not so in fire with the Lord. So the first obstacle was to to go through all the personal issues to be ready to be in the mission filed because I think that this is most it, it was really important to first be ready inside to be healed to be used by the Lord in a specific way. So I went through this time of my life the the Lord helped me I left my secular world aside because at that moment the Holy Spirit pushed me in this direction I knew that this was my first call from the beginning Next I asked Stefania how the Lord prepared her for full-time ministry During this time I studied for 5 years psychology and I did counseling to people for a certain time in a clinic, 
And this was also preparation. I realized that the time with me was not all of a sudden as with other people, maybe. But the Lord prepared me step by step. During the divorce was a lesson. During the let, letting aside my secular work, work for being engaged with psychology was another lesson because it was all step of faith to do and to learn, to listen to the spirit. And so you have your, you know, turmoil. Is it you, Lord? Is it my flesh? Where do I go? But at the end, the Lord is always faithful. And after this time, when I was trained also in another direction from the Lord, I felt last year, now it's time to, to be full-time for, for you. You know, I think there are two ways of being prepared by the Lord. One is by learning from the Word and doing study from Bible study, as I did. I went to CMM College of Theology, so I, I had a specific time set aside with the Lord to learn. And uh, I had a real hunger for God. So I, I want all the time, still now, to learn more and more and more. And the other, uh, so you learn and you, you, you dig deeper in the world and you study. This is one way. The other way is in the field. So where you are in the situation, you learned through the situation with the trials of your life. And this is another lesson. So the Lord prepared me in two different ways, one on the field <laughs> and the other through teaching because I learned study. My next question for Stefania was to ask her to share a little bit more about her calling from the Lord and how he has opened doors for her to fulfill her calling. First of all, I have to say that my first call was here in Switzerland because I grew up here and I I became, I think, the, the first point that I developed with the Lord was intercession. So it's more than 20 years that I have a prayer group, an intercession group at home and also then with other people. But this was my first uh, yeah, mandate, if you want to say, with the Lord to, to intercede. So I intercede for my country, I intercede for people, but then the, the Lord... Um, enlarged this, expanded this, because we start to intercede for nations. And then the Lord put uh, also more desire to travel and to, to see other nations. I think I am still <laughs> at work. <laughs> it's a working process. <laughs> so now uh, I travel to, uh, to the States in some places, but I traveled in another way because if I could not go uh, physically to other places because of the anointing, I think, uh, in the, also in the prophetic um, field, I have the, the privilege to prophesy with other people on Zoom. And so we can go, even if you're not physically there, everywhere with, with this technology. So I, I could share with other people, I don't know, in Myanmar or in Thailand or in Africa, so in other places. I then asked Stefania about the difficulties she's faced during the time that the Lord was preparing her and eventually moved her into full-time ministry and how he's helped her and confirmed his will to her. I think the main difficulty for me, but 
But this is my personal life because I think each one of us has his own obstacle to overcome or his own giants. For me, my giants were a fear one side, a sense of insecurity. Could I do this? I will be able or not. So the Lord had to work in me to give me more security myself, with more self-confidence. And uh, he helped me to win fear. And especially when you change your, your work, because when you, you leave everything, it's really you and God. And you need to, to know, Lord, is, is, is it really your voice? Is it really your will? And so I think that this is the most, this is a challenge. But at the same time, it's very good because you learn to, to trust the Lord. You, you learn to grow in faith and you also learn to listen to him more and more. This, it's, it's, so, it's so personal because this has to do with how I develop my own personal relationship with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord, because I learned during my whole life to listen to his voice and to discern when he is speaking to me and when he's not speaking to me. And because the Lord is so faithful, even when you are not sure, he confirms you. It could be through a word in the, in the Bible. It could be through a message from somebody else. It could be um, a personal, um, a vision or, you know, it's for me, it's, it's a daily relationship with the Lord. It's, it's something that I developed since I was young. So for me, it's normal to have a vision, to, to receive a revelation, the word when I see, wow, this is not just a word. This is my, the word for me. Or I could listen to um, somebody speaking about a message. And in the message, I pick up something that it's not it's outside the message. It's for me. It's personal. So this is the way how the Lord leads me all the time. For example, a way that it's very personal to me, the Lord is, he speaks a lot to me as a bride. With the Song of Songs, this is the main book for me. And Isaiah 50, 54, there are the main, main chapter, main pro promises on my life. So I know when I, when he speaks to me in a certain way, I know it's him. And this is very difficult to explain because it's so, so personal. And God is so creative. He can speak to you in so many different ways. I was also... You know, it happens to me also in difficult moments that when I was praying, the, I was like in the, in the heavenly realm and, and the Lord let me see things that were related with my call, my, my life, my future. So there are many aspects and many way, facets, how the Lord can speak to you. And the main point is always for me as bride. I know he's my bridegroom. He's my, I am his bride. This is also part of my call because uh, he sees me that way. This is the way how he speaks to me. And he, he calls me to, to teach also. He can give me a revelation about something specific in the world. And then it's just maybe a little point. And then he will add and add and add revelation 
this is the way how God works with me or speaks with me. It's beautiful because it's, I think that the Lord is so personal and so creative with each one of us. So he has his own ways to speak uh, with us when we know, ah, yes, Lord, that's you. I know I can recognize your voice. I then asked Stefania to share some of the ways she has seen God move supernaturally, both in her personal life and through her ministry. Already when I I gave my life to the Lord, I was filled with the Holy Spirit without knowing that it was the Holy Spirit. So I started speaking in tongues and the Lord uh, spoke to me really in an audible voice. It was the only uh, time when I heard the audible voice of the Lord. But then... I know because I learned to know. I know when he speaks to me. I can be sensitive to to the Holy Spirit. And um, what I can say as miracle in my personal life uh, is that uh, I couldn't have babies and now have two, a son and a daughter. So this was an absolute miracle because I desired uh, to have children. And for more than one year, I had no children. And... um, I was praying the Lord and crying to him because of this. I couldn't understand, but I say, Lord, you are faithful. I want to really, I would like to have son and daughter. And the Lord gave me without doing nothing at all. Even if the the doctors say, ah, maybe you you need something specific and help to, to be pregnant. But uh, the Lord did in a supernatural way because I went one day to a meeting, a prayer meeting, and they just prayed for me. And uh, a man of God said to me, you next year you will be pregnant with a, a child and that's and that's this was the case i i get pregnant this is why my first daughter the name is sarah because it reminds me the, the history of sarah that was a miracle too for abraham and sarah isaac and uh, this was a miracle being an intercessor and being prophetic god gave me a seer view a way to to see in the spirit, to recognize uh, and to to sense also the atmosphere. I can recognize when there is something that it's not the presence of the Lord or when somebody has some issues or problems. So I think this is a way how God uses me. I can counsel, I can feel, I can, the Lord give me his heart for people. I can feel the pain of the people. I can see where are the bondage. And I can also see in the atmosphere and in the regions, for example, where I live. I lived first in a, in a city that is not this one because I moved, I, I did a, a big move last May. And uh, you, can, you can feel in the atmosphere that there is another reality in the heavenly realms from one city to another city. And so this is something that comes with because of the time that you spend with the Lord, knowing uh, the reality, the, the, the heavenly reality. Another way how the Lord speaks to me is by with visions, or I was caught up also, as I can say, I, I was like not be here but in the heavenly realm and the lord jesus spoke with me or let me see things for me it's normal because it's part of the the life in the spirit you know so it's difficult i realized this last time how the lord can speak to me in little little things for example if i have a 
a problem with a, a certain situation, I was praying the, the Lord and ask, Lord, I need your help for this situation. I really can't do without you because it's bigger than me. And then the Holy Spirit gives me in his word something so specific that I know that's it's a directive from him because it's not just reading the Bible. It's something like a, you know, a guideline. This is a way how the Lord speaks with me also. Sometimes it's for me and sometimes it's something that I can share also with other people because it's encouraging. Because of the supernatural nature of some of the gifts that she's been given by God, I asked Stefania about the difficulty she's faced in using those gifts for the Lord. When I gave my life to Jesus and I started to have visions and to understand more how the Lord can speak, um, I was so excited and in fire that I really didn't mind. I mean, this was not my struggle at all. But I have to say also that uh, I went out from the Catholic Church. So I did a choice that was really radical. I was pretty always radical in my life. I have to say this. Maybe this was what, but I, I struggle more, honestly, sometimes in the church environment because of other issues. I mean, when there is no freedom, for example, because uh, somebody wants you to pray, I don't know how many hours, or wants you to do something, that's another, th this is something else that I had to struggle to understand also the reality of a church or uh, the life in a church that it's a, could be an evangelical church, a Pentecostal, doesn't mind. But I mean, it's a completely other reality from the Catholic church, because in the Catholic church, you have a certain rituals, a certain way to, to have the assembly or that it's completely for a form and cold, but when you you jump in a another way of being church could be in a, a evangelical church. You have other issues, other other things to to confront, and this is also reality. So you need to learn all the time to discern. Lord, where are you? I am following a person. I am following you. What is from the, the flesh? What is from the spirit? This is something that I think we all face these issues when you, we grow up with the Lord. Because each one of us, it's a human being. We are not perfect. Each one of us has his own uh, struggle. And so when we are together, we need to learn how to discern and to grow up into the nature of the Lord also through those issues. That's normal. That's life. I then asked Stefania to share some of the spiritual warfare that she has encountered in following the Lord. Maybe I tell you there is a lot, you know, so many for, with many years what we we did, I, I say me, but it's not just me. It's it's our team. We, we are a family in the spirit. We are a team together and we are intercessor together. Also in this area, the Lord let us experience new level of warfare or reality in the in the intercession. Where we are now, maybe I can say that way. Last year, as I was in the other city where I lived we went outside in some specific areas of our city to pray because it's an old city. There is a lot of history. 
So warfare for me is also related to know the history of a place and to understand what is the reality behind. Because when you confront a certain strongholds or principalities in each area is another one. So last year we went through this city where we where I was, I don't want to say the city. We saw, we received from the spirit that there were a it was a place where they did um, in the past sacrifices with the children, the rites of fertility and the uh, new age stuff. Uh, so there was a certain activity there. And the Lord let us see and we pray. We, we ask for forgiveness and we, we did repentance and we, we take back the city, we can say, in this area because the Lord uh, let us see this, this uh, situation. Now, in the city where I lived, as soon as I arrived, I had a confrontation in the spirit. I could feel that there was a strong opposition towards me to come here because the Lord told me where I send you is your promised land. Before coming, I knew that this was my promised land. But in the promised land, I didn't realize there are giants. <laughs> so when, <laughs> yeah, yes, I was a bit naive. And so when I arrived, all of a sudden, I was happy in the new apartment, but I realized Oh, what an opposition is coming against me now. I, I could feel like I don't want you here. I don't want you here. I could feel this in my spirit. And so we start praying and interceding. And the Lord starts letting us see what's, what's going on here in the city where I live. And, the, and we start interceding and the Lord starts giving us strategies for the city. And um, just this morning, I just tell you something that it's very, very fresh. This morning, I wake up very early and I was praying in the spirit in tongues. I, I try to pray in tongues uh, pretty a lot of time because this is important. And I sense now hey, I need to go in the city and do what the Lord told me, uh, I think uh, one month or more ago, to go and anoint certain points in the city and release the spirit of the Lord and say, the king of glory is coming in this city. Because this is something that I received specific, fr specifically from the Lord. It's something that when you do warfare, you can't do warfare, you know, in your own idea, on your own way. You need to be in connection and in the submission to what the Lord is saying to you, because this is very important, is related with authority. You, you can't have authority if you don't stay connected with the Lord. You can go outside of this, and this is dangerous. So I, we try to do that way. We try always to follow the Spirit. We are not perfect. We did mistakes too. But I realized that now the most important key for this moment is repentance not only for my city it's for the nation i will say it's for the nations because of the whole situation that is going on you can see i think in since covid started there is a shift in the atmosphere there is a shift in the speed 
there is a heaviness that is there. So you need to push and press more and more to have to make breakthrough and to release the spirit of the Lord. This is the way how you can see that there is a warfare going on. The spirit has changed. And so you need to push and open the heavens because the heavens are open, but there is a warfare in this level. So we need to... Um, to be really attentive and to follow the spirit, to change the atmosphere, to decree and speak the will of the Lord according to the, the directive that we receive. Having just shared that she and other intercessors had done spiritual warfare over a particular city, I couldn't help but asking Stefania what changes they saw after that particular battle. In the spirit, the atmosphere was changed. There was no such... Um, there was no more the, this heaviness. It was gone. I have to sincerely say that in the natural, I don't know because I couldn't see the seeds of this. Also because I, I went away from the city, so I couldn't say specifically if something changed. But we, we felt in the atmosphere that something was changed. Maybe, but I don't know if it was connected. Maybe. Because, you know, I don't know. Uh, the city where I, I lived was a city where all the time a big feast, a pagan feast, I mean, carnival was there. Very, very, um, everyone was crazy for that. So the city was really uh, dedicated to that. And uh, last year, after also the prey, etc., no carnival at all. I don't know if it was also because of the COVID, everything. But anyway, for us was great because it was like, you know, a stop also in this direction. I then asked Stefania what advice and wisdom she could share with someone who is called to be an intercessor in a similar way which she has been. Stay close to the Lord. Stay in intimacy with the Lord. And just learn to listen to the Spirit of the Lord. And be humble. What is also important, and I am still in the process because I am not, I really stay before the Lord. I am not perfect. I am still in a... Um, process to be to become holy i mean we are all in and i realize and this is what i can say to each one that the more you are dedicated to the lord the more you sanctify yourself the more authority is released because the way how you receive authority in the spirit is related to the way how you live in your own personal life so I see also in this uh, a process in my life, also through all the issues I went through and also my personal battles in my personal giants that I have to confront. The more the Lord gave me grace to deal with, the more I received a new perspective, a new revelation and a new maybe level also to see in the spirit, because I think uh, this is the most important point. The, the authority in the spirit is related with your level of dedication to the Lord, the level of consecration to the Lord. I then asked Stefania how those listening to the podcast can be praying for her. Pray for me. Make me cry. My desire is to, to fulfill the plan that God has for my life. 
just that, that I will be able to, to keep my course until the end, my race until the end, and to fulfill the plan that God has prepared for me. That's my desire. I ended the interview by asking Stefania to pray for all those who would listen to the podcast and hear her testimony, especially for those who are called to be an intercessor. Lord, I thank you for each one who will listen to this podcast, that you can speak to them personally and they can feel your fire burning in them, your call, your personal call. I pray this in Jesus' name. I pray that you put your burden in their hearts, that they can understand and understand your nature, your ways, because when we understand your nature and your ways, Lord, we can listen to your heart and we can intercede for people. We can't intercede without knowing your heart. So I pray, Lord, that you will touch each one in the way that they feel loved and they can feel your heart. They can see with your eyes and receive revelation for their call in this time. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you would like to pray for CMM missionaries like Stefania or pray for the College of Theology students, you can send an email to office at cmm.world. Also, if you want to know more about CMM and what we do to help spread the name of Jesus Christ around the world, you can visit us at cmm.world. And if you want to know more about the College of Theology, you can visit cmmtheology.org for more information. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode of the CM Missions Cast. It's our prayer here at CMM that you have been blessed by listening to the podcast. And if so, consider sharing it with someone who would also be blessed by it. Also, be on the lookout for more episodes coming soon. I've been your host, Clifton Gadboys. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you.